Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Limit Yaimi, the daily shear on many different segments of the Torah. Um, we are right now studying this, the first day of Aserisimei Teshuvah. We start with a Torah thought for the day. It says in the Pasuk, Haloi imtetiv se'es im loi se'tiv la pesach chatas raiveitz ve'lechat shukasai v'atasim shalbai. Surely, if you improve yourself, you will be forgiven. But if you do not improve yourself, sin rests at the door. Its desire is toward you, yet you can conquer it. As it says in Bereshis chapter 4, verse 7. Cain and Hevel were the second generation of humanity. The Torah tells us that while Hevel was a shepherd, Cain was a farmer. When the two of them brought offerings to Hashem, they naturally brought them from their individual areas of activity. Hashem accepted Hevel's offering and spurned Cain's. The commentaries explain the various failings Cain's offering possessed. See, for example, Rashi and Reish to Bereshis chapter 4, verse 3. The Torah tells us that Cain was furious when his offering was rejected. Hashem asked Cain in chapter 4, verse 6, Lama Why are you annoyed? And why has your countenance fallen? And followed the question with the above verse. This verse contains the first explicit mention of teshuva, repentance, found in the Torah. Sibereshis Rabbah, chapter 21, verse 6, for an earlier allusion. Targum Unculus interprets the verse in that vein. If you correct your ways, you will be forgiven. But if you do not correct your ways, your sin will await the day of judgment, to be collected from you if you do not repent. Yet, if you repent, you will be forgiven. Ramban ends his discussion on the ver of the verse with the statement, He, Hashem, taught Cain about repentance, that it is up to him to repent at any time and he would be forgiven. To properly understand this teaching, one must realize that the Torah views repentance as one of the greatest gifts Hashem has bestowed upon mankind. Mesilla Shisharim chapter 4 explains, Strict justice would dictate, one, that a sinner be punished immediately after his transgression. Two, that the, that the punishment should be with the full fury appropriate for the person who rebelled against the word of his creator. And three, that there should be no way to rectify one's infraction. Indeed, how would one be able to mend his error when it has already been completed? If someone committed murder or had an illicit relationship, can he withdraw his action from having taken place? God's mercy, however, provides for the above three points. 1. The sinner is given time and is not immediately punished after his offense. 2. The actual punishment is not fatal. And 3. God's kindness provides that sinners be allowed to repent, that the withdrawal of the desire to sin is considered as the eradication of one's action. This lesson was thus a very important one, indeed, one necessary for humanity's very survival. The Gain of Vilna reads another important teaching into this verse, Haloyim Tetiv Sa'as, if you mend your ways, you will be raised, even higher than the level of your brother Hevel. Because Brachais 34b says, completely righteous people cannot stand in the place where someone who has repented stands. And even if you do not mend your ways, 
do not think that you have lost the chance to repent because la pesach chatas roivets. Once you open the door of repentance, the sin rests and does not attack as long as you are busy with the service of Hashem. However, be warned that the elecha tishukasai it awaits to conquer you as soon as you stop busying yourself with obeying Hashem. Hashem's intention is that the ata timshalbai you have the power to rule over the evil inclination and have it serve you as part of your service to Hashem. This is in line with the statement of the Mishnah in Brachis 9, chapter 9, Mishnah 5, that one should serve Hashem even with his evil inclination, because this is its ultimate purpose. Mishnah of the day, Avais, chapter 4, verse 20. The previous Mishnah noted that even the wicked often enjoy tranquility in this world. Hence, it is frequently difficult for them to realize that they are wicked. Therefore, they will not be capable of comprehending why someone may refuse to greet them, and failing to do so may cause ill will. Moreover, it is, evident God's, it is evidently God's will that they enjoy tranquility in this world, including the greetings of their fellows. The coming Mishnah therefore stresses that one should pleasantly greet every person, even a wicked one. As it says in Derech Chaim, see Maseches Kala, chapter 3, for a discussion of the parameters of greeting known criminals. Rabbi Masya ben Charash Aimer, Rabbi Masya ben Charash says, Have a maktim bishlaim kal adam, initiate a greeting to every person. Have a zanav la'arayais, ve'al tihiraish la'shualim and be a tail to lions rather than a head to foxes. Gems from the Gemara. In line with our Mishnah's, with in our, <laughs> in line with our Mishnah's teaching, the Gemara in Bracha 6b reports that Reb Chalbay said in the name of Rav Huna, anyone who knows that his friend is accustomed to greet him should strive to greet his friend first, for it is stated in Tehillim, Kapitel 34, verse 15, Bakesh shalom virotfeu, seek peace and pursue it. Moreover, if one person greets another and the second person does not return the greeting, he is called a robber. For it is stated in Yeshaya chapter three verse fourteen, Atem biartem hakerem gezelas heoni bevatechem, you have consumed the vineyard. Property robbed from the poor is in your houses. Why does the verse specify a poor person? After all, stealing from the rich is also stealing. Rather, the verse specifies a poor person because it refers to a person so poor that there is nothing to steal from him except his greeting, which is stolen when one receives a greeting from him and does not return it. The verse thus teaches that failure to return a greeting is also deemed an act of stealing. That was, a, that's, that was Rashi's commentary on the verse. Elsewhere, in Brachis 17a, the Gemara praises Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai as one who never allowed anyone, even a non-Jew, to greet him first. He would always be sure to greet the other person first. There is, however, a case in which this advice does not apply. The Gemara in Bav Metziah 75b cites a b'raisa in which Rabbi Shimon bar Yechai says that if a borrower owes a debt to his fellow, and this borrower was not previously in the habit of greeting the lender first, the borrower is forbidden to now begin to greet the lender first. He derives this from the verse in Devarim chapter 23, verse 20, 
You shall not cause your brother to take interest. Interest of anything, kol davar, that is, taken as interest. The words kol davar, anything, can also mean any word. Thus, the verse is expounded to mean any word that is taken as interest. From here we learn that even speech can be forbidden as interest. And if the borrower is greeting, and if the borrower is greeting the lender first only because of the loan, then the words are being expressed as a form of interest on the loan, and this is forbidden. A Musr thought for the day. Rabbi Eliyahu Dessler from Mechtav Meliyahu, Volume 1, pages 25 through 26, observes that the degree of difficulty of repentance depends on one's spiritual level. This excerpt was written during World War II, while Rabbi Dessler was considering the concept of repentance as a means of spiritual first aid. A healthy person has the, has the capability of climbing a staircase himself, although he may tire when there are many steps. Someone weak or sick can also go up, but he will take along a walking stick with which to assist himself. A child uses his arms and legs and manages to clamber up a few steps. However, a person whose legs are amputated cannot go up the stairs himself at all. He cannot even stand and constantly falls. Instead, he calls out to those, who, to those who have pity on him that they should carry him up the stairs. He, too, was at the bottom of the staircase and ended up at the top, but he didn't go up. He was carried up. This is precisely parallel to the staircase of service of Hashem. The tzaddikim, the righteous people, rise by their own effort, and each individual step is a victory over their evil inclination. Some rise up with difficulty, those who are just starting their service of Hashem are like children being assisted by their arms and canes. They use all types of incentives to help them. And now you know why I love doing this. Because this is part of my incentive. All these learning, all this stuff that I do online, it's not for you people, it's for me. So enjoy. Please. The Rishayim, wicked people, are like the amputee. They are not capable of victory over their evil inclination because their hearts are blocked with much impurity. They are completely incapable of going up even a single spiritual step on their own. What do they do? They call out to Hashem and He has mercy on them and lifts them up without their traversing the steps. If their hearts are broken and they truly regret their, their, their repellent and wanton deeds and they pray to Hashem, they will find themselves at the, at the top of the staircase, as it is written in Yechezkel, chapter 36, verse 26. And I will give you a new heart. The verse in the same place regarding the penitent tells us that, unlike the tzaddik's years of toil to internalize the spirit of holiness, and I will put a new spirit within you. We can conclude that a sinner should not say, How can I repent? I am so distant, full of desire and possession, and possessing a blocked heart. He has but to truly see and analyze the situation, regret his actions, and beseech Hashem, and his work will be done for him by Hashem. We find this concept explicated when, Av when Yaakov Avinu decided to return to the place where his father and grandfather had prayed. The sages tell us in Chulin 91b that as soon as he decided to turn back, that place immediately jumped toward him.
Also, we learn in Eicha, chapter 5, verse 21, where it states, Hashiveni Hashem Eilecha Vinashuva. Bring us back to you, Hashem, and we shall return. This means that a sinner only needs to regret his actions and to truly pray that Hashem should bring him back to him. Then Hashem will have mercy on him to the degree that he will consider the sinner's return as if he had accomplished it himself, as it says, Vinashuva, and we shall return. That means the sinner and Hashem. Halacha of the day. In the afternoon of the first day of Rosh Hashanah, the Tashlach prayer is said at a body of water, preferably one containing live fish, Arachayim 583.2. If the first day of Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos, Tashlach is postponed until the second day, Mishnah Brura 583.8. In cases where it is difficult or far to go to a body of water on Rosh Hashanah, some communities go to Tashlach during the 10 days of repentance, Ketzei Hamate 598.12. Bits of food should not be thrown to the fish on Rosh Hashanah, for it is forbidden on Yom Tiv to feed animals or fish not dependent on oneself. For more on this, see Arachayim 497.2, Mate Ephraim 598.5, Machatis HaShekel 583.5, Maharil Eliyahu Zutta on the Vush 597. Oh boy, hopefully I get all of, to all of this before 120. It is forbidden to cook on the first day of Rosh Hashanah for the second day, or to make any kinds of prep- any kind of preparations on one day for the other. Arachayim 503, 1, with Mishnabura. Even in the twilight period between the two days, Benashmashas, preparations may not be made for the night. One must wait until it is definitely night, according to the pre-Megadim, cited in Be'er Halacha to, four, to 503, 1. However, candles may be lit at the end of the afternoon of the first day if their light is needed at the time they are lit even though their main use will be at night. Mate Ephraim 598.8 However, the Yaimtaiv candles that are lit with the recitation of a blessing should be lit only after it is definitely night. Perisha Preface to Eredea Elif Lamate 625.51 and Ketseya Mate there. There is a disagreement among the authorities regarding the recitation of the Shechianu blessing at candle lighting in Kiddush on the second night of Rosh Hashanah. In order to avoid the problem of reciting a possibly unnecessary blessing, one should wear a new garment or place a new fruit that one has not yet eaten this season on the table, having in mind that the blessing should include the new garment or the new fruit. If at Kiddush one has neither a new garment nor a new fruit, the Shechianu blessing should be recited nevertheless. Arachayim 202. A woman who does not have a new garment should defer candle lighting until immediately before Kiddush and have in mind that her blessing includes the new fruit that will be eaten after Kiddush, as mentioned in the previous paragraph. Mate Ephraim 599.9. The new fruit used to circumvent the disagreement regarding the Shechianu should be eaten by the person reciting the Kiddush. And the, and the one who lit the candles immediately after drinking the Kiddush wine. It is not necessary for all of the participants in the meal to do so. Nevertheless, it is, a cust- it is customary for all of those present to partake of the fruit as an auspicious omen. Mate Ephraim 606. Some customarily eat the simonim, significant omens, and recite the associated blessings again on the second night of Rosh Hashanah. Shari Teshuvah 583, Mate Ephraim 383, 2, 22, while others limit the Simonim to the first night, B'nai Yisachar, Chaydash Tishrei 411. 
There is a widespread custom to dip the challah in honey at this meal, as well as during as well as during all of the meals of Shabbos and Yom Tov, until Shmini Atzeres. Mate Ephraim 597.4 One should not begin to eat a meal in the three-hour period preceding Shabbos, Archaim 249.2. When the second day of Rosh Hashanah falls on Friday and one began the meal within the three-hour period, he should eat less than he normally would during that meal, in order to ensure that he will have an appetite for the Shabbos meal. Mate Ephraim 601.5 Question of the day Why is it necessary for a Benini to do teshuva during the ten days of repentance, would it not suffice to do other mitzvahs? Uh oh, I gotta find this. I gotta look for this before I start. Shall I keep talking just to keep your mind occupied? Ah, here we go. Teshuvah day one. One answer given is that the sin of not doing Teshuvah when Hashem is so accessible will outweigh any extra mitzvahs that are done. So let's repeat the question because it took me so long to find the answer because I uh, I didn't know the answer so I had to look for the answer. Question of the day. Why is it necessary for a Benani to do Teshuvah during the 10 days of repentance? Would it not suffice to do other mitzvahs? So the answer is, one answer given is that the sin of not doing Teshuvah when Hashem is so accessible will outweigh any extra mitzvahs that are though that are done. Lecha Mishnah. A closer look at the Siddur. The custom in most congregations is that during this season of repentance, Tehillim chapter 27, Ladavid Hashem Ayri is recited twice daily after the prayers. The Midrash, Shaykhar Taif 27, elucidates the first verse of the chapter as referring to this season. The verse reads, Ladavid Hashem Ayri Viyishi Mimiira Hashem Ma'oiz Chayai Mimiyevchad. By David, Hashem is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Hashem is my life's strength. Whom shall I dread? The Midrash explains that Hashem is Ayri, my light, on Rosh Hashanah, and Yishi, my salvation, on Yom Kippur. The Midrash, continuing the theme, elaborates on the next two verses. When evildoers approach me to devour my flesh, my tormentors and my foes against me, it is they who stumble and fall. When evildoers approach me, this refers to the idolatrous nations. To devour my flesh. They come before Hashem and, then, and accuse the Jews too of being idolaters. My tormentors and my foes against me. This refers to the Satan who wages battle against the Jewish people. Now the word Ha-Satan, the Satan, has a numerical value of 364. The Midrash expounds that this indicates that, that Satan has the power to accuse the Jews of various misdeeds every day of the year, bar one, Yom Kippur. Therefore, on Yom Kippur, Hema Kashlu Venafalu, it is they who stumble and fall. Indeed, Israel, Israel's response to this is, Imtachane Alaimachane, though an army of the idolatrous nations would besiege me, still, Loyiralibi. My heart would not fear. Though war would rise against me. And this I trust. What is the verse alluding to when it says in this? 
The Midrash says that it is an allusion to the Yom Kippur service in the Beis HaMikdash, which atoned for the sins of the Jewish people, for the Torah states, in describing the Yom Kippur sacrificial order in Vayikra chapter 16, verse 3, With this, Bezais, shall Aaron come into the sanctuary. Reb Menachem Yurowitz would often note that although today we do not have the Yom Kippur service to atone for us, we can still attain the protection of Zeis, this. He would explain that our prayers tell us that Teshuva, Tefillah, and Tzedakah can cancel evil decrees. In many, mat- in many Machzairim, we find the words um, Tzayim, Kail, and Mamain printed in small type under Teshuva, Tefillah, and Tzedakah. The gematria of each of these words is the same, 136. And when they are added together, they equal 408, the gematria of Zeis. So, by fulfilling the dictates of Teshuvah, Tefillah, and Tzedakah, we can merit atonement even today. According to the Chidah, in Chaimas Anach, Tehillim chapter 27, quoting Eretz Achayim, brings another allusion in this chapter to the themes of the season of repentance. The last two verses, 13 and 14 of the chapter, read, had I not trusted that I would see the goodness of Hashem in the land of life, hope to Hashem, strengthen yourself, and He will give you courage and hope to Hashem. Eretz Achayim points out that the word Lule, had I not, contains the same letters as Elo. Once this context is given, the last verse can be interpreted, Hope to Hashem in Elul. Strengthen yourself and He will give you courage during the ten days of repentance and hope to Hashem on Yom Kippur. Thank you so much for listening to my brand new segment of Limud Yoimi, Daily Learning. I truly enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Have a good night. Zai gesund.